Oh, dang it. Can I get a light off yours? Huh, that's a funny looking cigarette. You roll it yourself? Yeah. You got a weak flame on this thing. <coughs> this isn't one of them clove cigarettes, is it? No, man. That's the chronic from Mexico. Yeah, damn NAFTA. It's clearly an inferior tobacco. So does your wife party too? Party? Uh, we throw a party for Fourth of July and Labor Day. No, I mean party. You know, get high, get stoned. Ah! Oh no, my eyes are turning bloodshot. I'm going on a trip. I look like I'm doped out of my gourd. I'm too high to drive. Sleep this off. Abs in a six pack. Abs in a six pack. It's Abs in a Six Pack, episode 70. We're joined by John Fletcher and Carolyn Bliney of the Hog Stories. Hello. 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 Noah was supposed to be here tonight, but he's all like, oh, I have a family and little kids, and I can't do stuff all the time because I'm a fuddy dude. Noah! Thanks for that. Uh, thanks for those Noah uh, drop, that <laughs> Noah drop, by the way. That's, that comes in handy. Oh, yeah, anytime. Well, it saves me from having to do it right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Actually, we, <laughs> could, should, right we should have just played it off like you did just do it right now. Would have been better. <laughs> well... I, I That's one of the it. things on the list to do when uh, when time travel is invented. I'm going to put it on the list. Yes, good point. Yep, Metis and Nick the Rat next Wednesday will be joining me for an episode all about time travel. That'll be fun. Oh, okay. Well, then Ooh, nice. tell them to get on the ball. <laughs> Hurry up yeah. and figure it out, guys. <laughs> Invent so, that uh, shit. <clears throat> what y'all drinking on tonight? Modelo oh. Especial. Ooh, that's a step up from the the old uh, champagne of beers. Oh, this is the champagne of Mexico. <laughs> oh yeah, champagne of Mexico. I am drinking uh, Miller High Life, the champagne of the smoker. No, oh, it is still. I mean, the thing about those those you know those tall boys, the Miller High Life tall boys, they're like, uh, mm-hmm. oh, are yeah. they like twenty four ounces or something? Yeah. 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 They start off good, but it's like it's hard for me to drink that whole thing before it starts getting warm. And so oh, yeah, I gotta know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this bottle of Modelo is is twenty four ounces, so I gotta chug a lug. Yeah, well, I am drinking. It's the first time trying it. I got them today. Uh, a Sweetwater Trop Tis. Oh wait, yeah, Trop. Okay, Sweetwater Trop Tismic Wheat Ale. With passion fruit and kiwi, it's pretty good. Oh yeah, nice wheat ale's pretty good when they have like wheat beer. Yeah, I'm liking it. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a seasonal. It's nice have, and uh, different. Well, I guess it's the jar. It's not a bottle. Somebody gave me this old smoky Tennessee moonshine. It's the commercially available moonshine, but it's still in a yeah. They make that right around type here. Jar. I used to work right next door to the old smoky. Place. Oh, nice! 
Yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> it's not used. Most of that's not real moonshine. What kind did you say it was? We saw that where I work at a liquor store. We sell a bunch of that. Oh, the cherry that's jam packed full of maraschino cherries. Oh yeah, yeah. I like the peaches pretty good, but the pickles are where it's at. The pickles. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm with oh, you on that. These cherries moonshine. are too sweet. If you ever, oh yeah, if you ever get a chance, check out uh, Hook and Ladder Moonshine. Mm. That stuff's like a hundred. What is it? Something crazy. It's like something ridiculous. It's like a hundred and seventy proof or something. There's a legit old timer that I haven't seen in a, in a few years. I hope he's still around. That would come around to the shop and and ask if we want anything, selling it out of the trunk of his car. And it was legit. It was the real shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's I know some moonshine no, and hillbillies around here. Well, no, no shit. We kept it in the shop for cleaning purposes too. Of course, we'd you know take a pull off of it every now and then. But <laughs> it, oh, it's yeah. great at, at, at cleaning uh, duct tape goop off of brass. I'll tell you that. Flammable as fuck. As fuck. I want to try something since we. I'm, you know having computer difficulties which is oh, usual yeah. me and technologies don't because see but i want to see cunt. if you two can uh, <laughs> precisely <laughs> i want to see if this works if you okay. can both hear this okay and no nobody can no. hear it i can't so, <laughs> no. there you go <laughs> we no, have... i couldn't even hear it i couldn't even hear it it's uh, oh. it's wonderful the technology that's not how you open a can of pickles so i uh i hit the <laughs> I uh I cheaped on the uh the old vape pen. I got some kind of like indica sativa hybrid. Just cheaped on that thing right before this, so it's it's kicking in, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm talking to myself. That's a side effect of the marijuana poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> the marijuana <That's>... poisoning. <laughs> well yeah, because I was gonna play a pertinent Texas clip from uh, oh. Archer. Oh yes, yes. About it's Texas. They uh, somebody somewhere uh, wants enough cocaine to forget that they live there. <laughs> now Archer, I was into that show. I don't know how many seasons have they had. I remember watching the first couple seasons, but I never really got into it as much as I'm on season five, and they changed it up. Now it's Archer Vice. So that's right. They call it Archer. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, that's what they called on? it now. They still making new episodes? I, I, I'm not sure, honestly. I, I watch it off of Hulu, and it takes them forever to get anything newish. Right. I'm still waiting on season five of Better Call Saul to come out on Netflix. Been waiting like two years. Oh yeah, oh, such yeah. a good okay. show. And they already they already came out with a season five for Better Call Saul. Yeah, it, it came out like I think it was the final season, and I still don't know anything about it. I've been avoiding spoilers, but I really love that show. It's like the perfect yeah. prequel to Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Well, you have yeah. to forgive, uh, if anybody's listening to the recording that I'm making, you'll have to forgive the clip that just played. Uh, you guys didn't hear it, but it came through on my end and blasted over everything that you guys were saying. Sorry. Oh. It's okay. What's the, I like the, I, I'm terrible about interrupting people on my show, or like not interrupting necessarily, but just, uh, Especially when I'm hot. Like, I was on Booberry's show behind the schemes, and I just got ripped <clears throat> beforehand. And I was just ran- I don't even know what I said. That, why do they call it behind the schemes like that? Yeah. Yeah. What's. I don't get it. Because yeah. I always. I think Is it because it's threes? That. Yeah. Darren says it like that, but 
I don't. Yeah, maybe because Darren's an asshole. No, I don't know. <laughs> ah, well, well no, we need Darren. to clip that. Uh. <laughs> clip that for Bemrose. That I think that clip right there is a uh, reason enough for Bemrose to uh, have his own soundboard. To, yeah, have his own soundboard. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Leprechauns he Leprechauns running sound around. Board. You know, as an Irish guy, I'm not offended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He's not offended He's by so leprechauns. Offended. <laughs> That was a really good like point he made. It, it was outrageous, but he was like, "I'm not a." Le- <laughs> I don't even want. I'm Irish, he, but I don't get offended. By well, no, he it was Larry. Leopard. It was like early on in my show, and he, Larry of that Larry show and Darren were on, and it was we were talking about he. Darren was basically making the point. And I'm paraphrasing, but this is pretty much what I remember. Darren said, "You know, you're a racist if you say, well, I guess black people like watermelon and fried chicken.'" But everybody can say, oh, Irish, that you you guys have potatoes and alcohol and leprechauns running around. And, you know, I don't get offended when people say that as an Irish guy. I was like, oh. makes sense. Hey, he's got a point. He's got a point. Mm. Yeah. Open up your eyes, man. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> what episode of Hogster are you guys on? Because I, I listened to on Monday night, I think I made it about. A little past halfway through the show and passed out, mm-hmm. but I I left a voicemail and I don't remember what I said. So hopefully that didn't turn out too bad. Um, I don't know if I remember your voicemail. We went long That's that good. episode. Yeah, we That's did. Good. We did went long. We, yeah, we did go long. We we went, we were we over two to hours. Keep it to an hour and a half. Yeah, and it was over two yeah. hours. It was like two eighteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no surprise you fell asleep. No. No need to worry about that. But yeah, it happens. That was 164. Yeah, 164. Yep. <laughs> and so tomorrow. Wow. That's that's <laughs> almost 100 more episodes than I have. Oh, almost. yeah, this is episode 70. Almost, yeah. Yes. Well, you're doing multiple episodes uh, um, per week, so you'll get up there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you you just did one before this this episode, episode sixty nine. You're talking about eating Ew. ass. Yes, I, <laughs> I titled that one. They hate us because they ain't us. Oh, I like that. I yeah. like that. And I got a clip just for that, just for that episode. Hey, look, I want to lick them drawers. Oh wait, no, that's the wrong one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> it's still a good one, but this this is the one I wanted. Let me put my tongue in your ass. There we go. <laughs> I'll eat your ass. I will. <laughs> Give me the backstory on the on that. Uh, put my. Oh yeah, please I mean, do. I I don't want to know what that's, oh. what that's from. What that's about. Well, I I was uh, I was introduced to this man by your mom's house, and so so it's I like I found out his name is Uncle uh, Shine, and it's a dude. Shine. Uncle Shine, and it's spelt. Uh, Uniform Kilo, uh, no, Uniform November Kilo Lima Echo. Oh, Shine. okay, with a K, yeah. With a K, yeah, yeah. So there's like all, and and once I found out who, what is, what the, what the handle was, I, uh, I found a bunch of videos on YouTube. They were not, I think the longest ones were like over, over two minutes long and it's just this this guy just riffing on on uh eating out uh eating out pussy eating out ass um 
he threw in some appealing feet to stuff. the ladies. He's appealing to the ladies, all of the ladies. One love is what he what he would say. Um, it doesn't matter where you're from. He, is, how many front teeth is he missing? Uh, he's probably like uh, most of them. Most he's got a gold one. <laughs> I had to for I sure had to run off for a second because my cat started scratching the door. But oh. I, uh, oh, yeah. I missed I missed the little the last twenty seconds of that. I'm sorry. Oh, um, so he, uh, yeah, so to answer Fletcher's question is like, yeah, he only has like the missing, like most of the teeth in, in the front and there's like a, a shiny gold one. And, and then he's got to, he's got a saying, and apparently he, he releases all these other videos, like another videos coming out and you hear the guy actually in these other clips that I found, uh, the clips that your mom's house puts out they don't they you never hear the guy behind the camera but somebody's like behind the camera and, and talking to him like you know what are you gonna do <laughs> oh yeah tell these bitches like, what's up yeah tell them what's up <laughs> and then he goes like this <laughs> <laughs> and so does he only put them out on youtube or are they out on tiktok how does he think um, women are going to find him to take him up on the offer of just let me eat you? Yeah, yeah. So he's on he's on Facebook. That's a great place to to find the ladies. Uh, also, uh, it, <laughs> and also, <laughs> um, he and uh, Instagram as well. Do it for the gram, there, as Kanye would say. Yeah, and the gram, yeah. I wonder how exactly. many ladies have taken him up on this offer, have seen these videos and go, oh, shit, I want that motherfucker buried face deep in my box. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I, I think he's I think he's gotten some for sure. I think so. Well, he Somebody had to get out the, there uh, the confidence from somewhere. Yeah, the confidence. Yeah, because the confidence is strong in this guy. When you see his videos... You can look it up. Um, I know well, the clips they play on your mom's house. Him saying, mm-hmm. "Just let me eat you. You'll sleep yeah. for three days. Three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys, like, I, I think because of um, you, you guys really like are a great complimentary podcast to your mom's house because I like your mom's house. I don't catch every episode, but I like the show. I catch more episodes of Hog Story than I do your mom's house. But I've been watching your mom's house for a while. I think you guys need to make it your life's mission. To get Tom Segura and Christina Pazitsky on Hog Story at some point, it'd be great. Oh, that would be great. Well, they are moving to that Texas, would be awesome. and yeah, uh, they, so the closer. connections are getting closer. You know, mm-hmm. because they know Joe, Adam knows Joe, we yeah. know Adam, mm-hmm. and right. um, it's you guys were talking about that. It's like know. the six degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever. It's even yeah. less. We're we're closer to less. them than Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Same with Elon. You know, I think Elon has a fucked up sense of humor that he doesn't always want to let out. What better place? Just tell him, hey, come on, Hog Story. Nobody's going to hear you in the smoker. It sneaks out a little bit on Twitter. He'll, he'll, <laughs> sometimes the memes he posts, I'm like, damn, all right, that probably dro- dropped some Tesla stock there. I do have, I only have one Kevin Bacon clip, but it is one of my favorites. You don't know shit because you never been fucked in the ass. It's a good one. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if I've ever heard that Kevin from? Bacon speak. It's That's from actually JF, him. Oliver Stone's JFK, which is my favorite oh. movie of all time. Speaking oh, of okay. movies, I I uh, 
in preparation, went, I didn't finish the whole thing, but I went back and listened to the hog story I was on. And we talked, we, we made a deal, an agreement. And I, this week, held up my end of the deal that I'd forgotten about. You guys told me to watch The Love Guru and give it another chance. Yes. Oh, I got, okay. Yes. I, I got stupid high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was better mm-hmm. than I remembered. I'll give you oh, that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I actually meant to What's pull some clips. What's this to face? <laughs> give me a pound. <laughs> now lock it down. Break the pickle. Tickle, tickle. Tickle, tickle. Yeah. Tickle. Uh, but, okay. Do, do you remember what your guys' side of the bargain was? I do not. You gotta watch Hot not. Rod. You gotta watch Hot Rod. The oh, Lonely Island movie. Shit. Oh, I'm failing. Shit. I've seen too. clips from Stan. it, but I haven't seen that whole movie. Get stupid oh, high and watch it, and I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. I'm writing it down right now. Yeah, you gotta write Hot this Rod. Down. Hot Rod. It's going down, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. Whoa. I wish I could play my clips because I I've got Yeah, I know. Because I sent you And I sent you um a couple of a whole that whole folder of uh clips from that uh, Uncle Shine guy. Oh, I know. Too. Now it's yeah. well that's okay. We'll play it on yeah, for At later. Least no, we're that's connected fine. And it all yes, sounds that's the good. important thing. Yes. Exactly. It does sound exactly. Sounds, yeah. Plus, Carolyn, you have so most of good. my clips anyway. I do, yes, yes. I I could I could play them off the computer. But then I don't know if it'll sound very good because um because of it's uh the Behringer. Oh right, the, the noise. Yeah, the noise of the that's okay. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. Eh. If I eh. tested it out eh. earlier, this would have been a good <laughs> thought. But I put every I put a I put a bunch of them on on here. Equinsuota. Ay ay Right. Kick <laughs> ass. Um, I got Elon's evil evil laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Speaking of Elon, you guys were playing clips from his latest Rogan appearance. Um, I think it was on yes. the last Hog Story, right? Yes. It was uh, that came out like a couple a day or two before I had David Icke on my show, and there was I meant to pull the clip, but it's on Spotify, so I was like, I never. It's just a hassle for me to try to pull it, but oh, somebody sent me a. Uh, Spotify free RSS feed. Somebody's ripping them from Spotify. Mm, I need to, yeah. A, I, a, I need to do that. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think Spencer has uh, that. Uh, I'll have to get that from. But yeah, but anyway, uh, Elon was talking in that same episode. He was talking about like five G and how it's totally safe. And he was like, "I would gladly strap twenty five G cell phones." To my head and walk around with it on all day, and I was like, "Do it then, pussy!" Like, what the it's fuck? totally safe. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would say. Like, like, do five, it. Five G is totally shit. safe. And then Joe Rogan goes, yeah. "David Ike disagrees with you, sir." I thought that was funny because Joe was <laughs> obviously that. back. At, oh, Joe was obviously making fun of David Ike and not. But anyway, yeah, but Joe's the kind of person where Elon says yeah. it, and he's like, "Oh, I guess five G is totally safe." Mm-hmm. Well, Elon so said like, it. He's so super smart. Yeah, and he's driving his Elon's car and all that, and yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't want to scare Kool-Aid. Elon away. Yeah, Elon's oh, moving to not. Texas, and yeah. so doesn't want to scare him away. Uh, Carolyn, I'll I'll send you your uh, your uh, in, instead of ch 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 chia, you said uh, 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 Elon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> For Elon's new hair growth. <laughs> 
Oh, yes. Yes, that's true. I did. I did say that on the I don't know if I don't well, I don't know if you caught that, but uh but I'll, we were talking about uh Elon wanting to terraform Mars yep. and how he would go about that. And of course, I was thinking start with a thin film of algae on on the surface and then we got into uh using his the regrowth on his hair on his head and just scaling it up to do it on Mars. Mm-hmm. See, and then I said this. I don't know if that actually played or not. Probably not. It did not. Did no. not. It did not. Okay. We can just imagine. Okay. Let's just all pause and imagine what it sounded like. <laughs> That's the power of imagination, right there. That's right. Why are you trying to read that word? You a fag? <laughs> what do I look like? A pants goblin? <laughs> pants goblin. I have that clip. Hey, was I wearing pants when we went in there? Shit. What do I look like? A pants goblin? <laughs> I have a love that movie. It never gets old. It really is one of the greatest of all time. And it's no. crazy that that movie's like only in like office space is even shorter. Like both those movies are oh, like no, 80 I... minutes. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. It's, they're really oh. short movies. Yeah. Oh, right it wasn't to the pointed point. to the right place. Now it will. Okay. Or not. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, I didn't I have, hear it. No. I have this clip from Idiocracy uh, when, like, we're getting ready to start the show. Okay, my niggas, we're almost set here. Oh, yeah. I I was going to clip that, and I never did because of the uh, the music and stuff behind it. That, yeah, it kind of... You know, when I'm taking clips, that stuff bugs me, but... That's I been my problem with Spongebob. Oh. I've been trying to pull Spongebob clips, especially, like, of Patrick's Day and stuff. And there's oh, always no, that, I, like, oh, ukulele no. in the background, like, ding, 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 behind everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Elon. Ah, there we go. I got it. Nice. Nice. Cool. Nice. And you now heard you it. you can play awesome. clips off your computer. Yeah, we heard it. Oh, okay, cool. It, for some reason, I had the had the tab muted. That's oh, okay. well, that's good practice, just in case it's that an autoplay. good play. practice. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think Hell I yeah. yelled that out for Nick the Rat like years ago. <laughs> Unmute that fucking tab because he was doing that all the time. Oh, I <laughs> what the fuck's going on? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so uh, I mean, you, you walk in a gas station with twenty bucks specifically for her games. Like, there's no way you're walking out of there. With $20 worth of Hurricane malt liquor. And you're not going to get just blackout drunk. There's just no way. I stepped on you, Fletcher. I got a drink now. Stepped on you with that clip. Oh, that's how it works. No, um, I even forget what I was going to say. It's no big deal because I'm I'm smoking and drinking. Oh, that's what I was going to say was the, <laughs> the strain, the pancake strain. Oh, yes. I've oh, heard the about pancake this. strain, yes. It's... uh. So today, before when I when I first smoked it, I didn't get all the um, breakfast platter uh, taste that they said you would get, the aroma and all that stuff. They said it's supposed to smell like uh, pancake batter and butter and all this shit. Yeah. Well, today, when I loaded a fresh bowl of it, I totally got it. It tasted like a straight-up Denny's, like, breakfast. <laughs> Damn. Ooh. Yeah, nice. like the pancakes and the syrup and all that. I was like, whoa. 
Whoa. Whoa. That's so and cool. And it was the first time I had smoked today. So mm. I wasn't already stoned or anything. But yeah, no, we, uh, we had, I remember the only strain that like has happened like that with me was way back in the day. We had this stuff called Orange Crush, and it had like all those orange hairs in it, like a real pretty looking oh, nug, yeah. but it had the orange hairs. And it literally mm. tasted like a Fanta. It was crazy. It was almost like oh, I feel cool. like they must have flavored it. Like I was suspicious how like it was such a close taste that I was like they must have put some chemical in this to make this taste like Fanta. Oh yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. thought I had I had a strain called like strawberry shortcake or some shit like that. And mm-hmm. it had a, a hint of like straight up strawberry flavor. And I thought, man, they've sprayed some shit on this. Who are you oh, trying yeah. to fool? But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Most of the time I just get that that skunky taste which i like i can't drive past a dead skunk on the road without going damn somebody's smoking some loud shit i want some of that i've had that with the the strain uh girl scout cookies where where it, like it actually tasted like baked goods i'm like glad there was a that, sweetness to it i'm glad that strain garlic cookies didn't taste like garlic cookies Oh, that yeah. would have been weird. <laughs> that would have been weird. Yeah. I, that's a strain yeah. I've never heard of. It's a it's new strain a, that I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> new it, wish, I guess. It does taste earthy. You know, like mm. like dirt, but not yeah. in a bad way. Oh, okay. It tastes like really strong weed, but also you taste like the ground. <laughs> it's really strange. <laughs> so that maybe that's where people are getting the the garlic flavor from. I didn't get any any cookie taste or anything just dirt not like dirt weed which uh i think we've all been there oh yeah dude the first like three times i smoked it was just straight mids just brick dirt weed and then like once (laughs) once we all i think i told i mentioned i don't know if it was on bowls with buds or what but i like the first time we actually smoked real weed my buddy was like in the barn we were all freaked like almost hallucinating level high because it was like we actually got good weed all of a sudden and we'd only smoked shit weed maybe twice before that my buddy was in the barn and he thought his hair was on fire damn oh, that shit. is some good weed wow <laughs> it was great really good weed. we still yeah. to this day can't tell if it was laced or not because it was it was like was that just the first time we actually got high or was that shit laced with something like what the fuck <laughs> you never know i had a fucking yeah. experience getting stupid high because all the weed I used to smoke when I first started was like dirt weed. Right. We called mm-hmm. it swag, you know, and Schwag. it was in bricks. And uh, you could tell they had shipped it here in a <laughs> tire or some shit. And uh, so we would, and it was cheap, man, like 50 bucks an ounce, you know. And yeah. so oh, we, were stuffing the, we were stuffing the biggest joints or blunts we could find. Philly used to make a blunt called the Titan that was huge, like Cheech and Chong level huge. I remember those. Yeah. And uh, we'd pack those motherfuckers full. Well, when when um, Kush, Chronic, whatever you want to call it, the, the high-grade stuff started coming around, we got some from a dude that got it from Austin. And uh, we rolled a fat blunt of it. I got so high, I was seeing shit. I thought I had wandered into, like, a secret military bunker in the woods and because uh, I, I lived close enough to this apartment I partied at to walk home. And so on my walk home, my high ass decided to go walk in the woods. And uh, so when I'm there, the moon was full. So all the lighting and stuff, it 
it suddenly made made me think it was not moonlight but fluorescent light. I was like, I am inside a fucking military bunker or some shit that's made to look like the woods, and I was getting all worried. I was about to get caught. Oh and shit. man! Yeah. Oh shit! I don't know oh, how long yeah. I was in those woods either. I was I was there for a while, and, and I, I don't even remember walking thing, home. No, wait, no, it wasn't the same thing. It wasn't the op. I probably have had the opposite happen also, but I remember being just tripping dick at more than a couple music festivals and out in this, like, you know, you're outside, but you, like, for some reason, you think you're inside. That's really weird. Yeah, I don't know if that bud was, that's what I thought, was like, man, that yeah. was laced with something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because my brother had always talked about getting uh, joints that were laced with PCP, and I was like, I don't want no part of that shit. Yeah, I don't want no part of that, Dewey. No. <laughs> I think Blueberry told a story about uh, accidentally smoking some PCP list shit or something. Yeah, that's Yowza. that's something I've never had. Uh, that's never happened to me. Yeah. I have I no tell qualms. You what, that with... cheese we tried that I liked, couldn't figure out what it was. It was Swiss cheese. Oh. <laughs> Swiss cheese. <laughs> I, I'm. I have no qualms about experimenting with drugs. Um, yeah. But I've never tried it, and I. But I don't want to be tricked into experimenting on drugs either. I no, want to know. No. Like, don't, yeah, exactly. Don't fucking dose me what, with nothing. That's a straight. What was way your to take on the uh, the yeah, controversy, and, and, the the big controversy where Ari Shafir dosed uh, Burt Kreischer with ecstasy? They should have stopped him. being friends with him. Period. Yeah, that is yep. the worst. Like, I would stop being friends with that person. Period. I know. Ari like, him in the awesome. goddamn face. At worst, it could have killed him. At at you know, his it, MDMA the really least killed it's anybody rude. unless they took like an obscene amount. Though, well, we don't he know. Like tra- anybody, we don't his, know. Yeah, how many yeah. people his age and his health condition have been? Yeah, have been given it with uh, right without their knowledge. It was fucked you know, up of Ari to do, but at the same time, yes. Bert was a pussy about it. That's my opinion. Yes, on he was. He totally was, and. uh I would have been fucking pissed. I don't know if I would have written Ari completely off if that was my friend, but there would have been a time period where I was fucking pissed at him, and right. he would have. Yeah, known. yeah. I thought it was funny. It was pretty funny though. I no, it was it, on the outside looking in, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you get to see how both of them are right. in in real life. I guess with- I guess objectively it was funny, but like I just I I don't know. I just thought it was it was you know it was rude. But also, yeah. it was just like that. Is just you don't do that to people. That's that's like yeah. that's actually pretty sinister. <laughs> and well, like yeah, you're, I, mean, I wouldn't of, do that, but I still thought it was funny. You know what I'm saying? It's like I I would never yeah, do that. No, but I, know I was like I th- I got a kick out of it. And but, if Bert if I, Bert would have been like chill about it, then I would almost like be like Ari shot, shouldn't have done that. But but because Irk. <laughs> because Bert like kind of like threw a hissy fit about it, it made me want to take Ari's side more. Because <laughs> Bert was like, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because at first, Bert did have some insight into himself about how he. Um, I don't. I don't know. He he felt like uh, uh, Ari just thought of him as a bitch, like somebody he could do that to. Like Ari wouldn't have done that to to Rogan. Oh, no, he no. wouldn't have done that to Rogan. He wouldn't have, like he wouldn't have done that. To he wouldn't Tom. have done it to. Th- he wouldn't have done it to Tom. He wouldn't have done it to Theo Vaughn. 
No, uh, no. But he would do no. it to Bert. And so but Bert did, was like, well, that makes me feel like he, he doesn't have respect for me. Like he's, he thinks I'm a bitch. I'm like, well, I think yeah. you're on to something, Bert. Yeah. Like yeah, when I saw, when uh, they were all have on. respect for Bert? Like Bert's, what's Bert doing? Why is he famous? How come he gets like a game show and a reality show and a Netflix show? That motherfucker is not funny. What's going on with Bert? Like why, how is he so big? I don't get it. Um, well, you gotta, you gotta narrow down the things then. Uh, yeah. If he's not that funny, he's not that attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he he does make me laugh. Don't get me wrong. I'm a, I, I like Burt Kreischer, and I'll watch his. Stand-up I would hang out with him specials. for sure. I'd hang out with him a hundred percent. Yeah, for Same. sure. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah, he, yeah. But he's he not seems like, like a sweet guy. I, yeah, no, with. he's he definitely seems like a fun hang, and his laugh is contagious. Yeah. Like where he's like, or whatever. Like, I that think that could be does. it. He, He's he's a charismatic person, and right. it probably yeah, yeah. shows even more. Very in magnetic. Person. Yeah, and so you know these these TV producers, they probably like I can't tell this schlub no. Sure, I'll I'll give him a thing. He he called mm-hmm. the guy from Discovery Channel on on Two Bears One Cave and pitched him an idea of uh, Bert and Tom and Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> Uh, do diving with great white sharks, and he hasn't even <laughs> talked to Ben Affleck or Matt Damon, <laughs> and pitched it to Discovery Channel, and they're like, "Oh no, we'll do that." Oh yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Did, did you see his uh, the cabin or whatever that Netflix thing they did? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't that, watch the whole season, but yeah, I had to stop at some point. It was pretty. I mean, it was like part of me enjoyed it, but like eighty percent of me was like, "This is." pretty bad like the it's the scripted, pretty cringy yeah the scripted it, yeah, conversations pretty, like the zoom calls yeah. scripted stuff with his wife was like this is clearly mm-hmm. scripted of course yeah, him yeah. crying about his dad and even the weird shit whenever <laughs> i can't think mm-hmm. of that black lady but all the race stuff that kept getting thrown up and, oh yeah uh, wanda and, sykes and the, well, did they have wanda no, sykes on there no, why no, do no, i no, want to no. say it she was, was on there okay it was that big Somebody big black lady there. she's funny as fuck and i can't oh. think of her name Oh, Miss Pat. But yeah, Miss Pat and yes. Donnell oh, Rollins. Okay. Like okay. you could tell Donnell okay. was uncomfortable with like them doing enemas with him around. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because who, yeah. who would be? Yeah. What normal person is comfortable right. with your homeboys like having an enema right in front of you? A coffee enema at that. But I would I'll I will say if uh, if they have Wanda Sykes on uh on the cabin, that would be really funny. <laughs> she's pretty funny <laughs> i don't know she, on curb that's that's hilarious <laughs> yeah, the first episode with joey diaz who i love and tom segura who i love was pretty good even though it was yeah that like, was a great episode yeah and they rolled it, that like, like cigar sized blunt yeah 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 oh, they kind God. of blew their load like the first episode and then they the did. second one, I, Caitlyn yeah. Jenner shows up. Yeah, baby, let's throw some axes. <laughs> like yeah. I, I had oh, yeah. forgotten how, like I had just forgotten how Caitlyn Jenner talks. Like how she how she talks. Like she's like, oh yeah, all right, hey Bart. Oh, just it's like, like oh, Bruce is how she talks. Yeah. Like uh, she didn't change her voice at all or nothing. <laughs> Norm Macdonald yeah, uh, probably did the best interview with Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, like that I. And I learned so <laughs> much. Sound similar. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, he he's he's just such a sports fan, Norm Macdonald. So of course, like he's he's talking about the Olympics. He's talking about 
you know, playing golf and all that. It's it's Norm Macdonald. And and he he actually asked questions that only he could probably get away with with asking. So that was it was cool. It was a cool interview. Norm's so good. He really is. Oh yeah. That um... I remember <laughs> That, uh, that episode, uh, or, oh shit, sorry, I was reading the chat and got distracted. Um, no, it but happens. that, 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 uh, that movie with, uh, Dave Chappelle and Norm Macdonald, it's called like, uh, God, was it where they kidnapped the old lady's dog? Have you seen that? Oh, uh, uh a dirty work? No, it's called like, uh, it work. starts with an S. It's like one word. Uh, it's bugging me. I can't think of it. But there's like this, like it's just like a goofy ass movie where they kidnap this lady's dog. Like Danny DeVito's in it. He's like a coroner. Oh, okay. It's called. It might be called Snatched. I wonder if that's it. Snatched. Okay. It's Norm Macdonald and Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> nice. I, know, I, I do want to go I was... see. <laughs> uh, you, you just reminded me of all the comedians um, uh, coming to Texas because the clubs are open here. And yeah, I, I know yeah. Uh, Christina P's coming to Houston pretty yeah. soon. I'd like to see that. It's too bad her and Tom don't do shows together, like an on the road. Your yeah, mom's she's house. funny. She, Christina's really funny. She's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, she's really hilarious. Screwed. Yeah, that would be cool called. to. Oh, screwed. 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 Oh, Norm Macdonald, Dave Chappelle, screwed. Danny DeVito. Oh. It was goofy as fuck. It was like one of the dumbest movies I've seen in a while, but I was high <laughs> enough to enjoy it. I remember down. Christina. Uh, Christina P on um, on like pop up video or like I love the eighties, uh, some shit like that on on VH1. Oh yeah, didn't she do like n- not MTV stuff, but she was on that. Um, uh, oh yeah, she was uh, on one of those uh, one of those show, road. Not the something. real world, but uh, no, it was a reality it was, show. It was like road, yeah. road something, road warrior, road. Uh, was it Roadhouse? Roadhouse. Not Roadhouse. Roadhouse. No. no. Roadhouse. It'll come. I'm sure it'll come to me. But <clears throat> I, th- I think Theo Vaughn did it too. Yeah, yeah. You, you but think when, that's how when he Christina got Christina P was on on VH1 on those I Love the '80s shows. <laughs> I don't know if it was her choice or the producer's choice. Probably the latter. Her yeah. tits were pushed up to her chin. I mean, they always had her in some low cut very revealing shirt and uh it was distracting mm-hmm. I, I don't remember anything she ever said <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are up here john <laughs> <laughs> well don't leave those things fucking flopping in you in the wind you big titted animal <laughs> <laughs> those videos were amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh, on your mom's house? Yeah. yeah I like yeah. women with I, big, giant tits and big asses. I, I like the, the ones where the, there, were, there were, I think there were two, and it was, and it was people saying that to their moms. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, women saying that to their moms. Yeah, yeah, that's Gotta hilarious. Gotta specify, there are no dudes saying that to no their moms. No dudes saying that to their moms, yeah. I think, I think they that's get that. That's a little weird. No, no, they, yeah, that'd be really weird. <laughs> Crazy. Those are pretty funny. 
Hey, I have a question. Funny. I've been trying to settle this, and this is a controversy that came up here in my local town in Tennessee today. Okay. Not really a controversy that I called anybody out on, but <clears throat> two different people I heard today. Re- well, let me ask it like this. What do you call when you <laughs> stick your middle finger out at somebody? Flipping them off. Flipping, yeah, them, flipping off. them off. Flipping yeah, them off. Yeah, it's it. flipping the, them off. Yes. Exactly. There's an epidemic yeah. around here, and I don't know what, who, mm-hmm. where it started or who, who's doing it. I mean, I know mm-hmm. who's doing it, but I don't know where it started. People say flicking them off. I flicked him off. Flick. And I'm like, no, oh, you yeah. flick like, you flick a spider off your arm when it's crawling on you. You don't you don't like I remember I that in in middle fuck. school. I remember kids saying that, but they were promptly corrected. Well, how come people older than me are saying flick flick them off? I flick them off or I flicked them off. Maybe they but, don't want to sound like they're sp- Maybe they're maybe they think it's like a swear word to say that they're flipping. No, because these are people to say fuck. Yeah. A fucking not freak. Freak that. <laughs> yeah, fucking not freak. Yeah. Freak yeah. that. Frick is my favorite. Frick. <laughs> like um, maybe maybe it's the motion that they're doing it because like I'm doing I'm I'm flipping my finger backwards. But then if I if I have my thumb pointed to my middle finger and then I'm flicking off my thumb outwards mm. and oh, then I see, lowering, you, flick, you start with it touching your thumb and you flick it up. And you just flick it up. Yeah. I guess. Maybe it's really been it's bothering just me. The, <laughs> I I I think it's may I I think it's uh depends. It 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 depends on whether or not like you're using your thumb. Like the diaper, yes. Um, oh, so it depends either... on the velocity of the middle finger as it exits the fist. Yes, precisely. Flicked it off instead of yes. flipping. Yeah. Because like, if I have like a closed fist and my my middle finger is going up, like I'm flicking, I'm flicking a, a part of the 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 fatty part of my my palm when I'm and you're flicking your bean. Yeah, when I'm flicking my bean. Yeah. I can't play my and- clips. <laughs> you still jacking your dick? <laughs> Are you still jacking your dick? You can flick it back up. Yeah. So that's well, you. That's we- what you got to tell them. You got to tell them, <laughs> yeah. that, Chris. Um, you, yeah. You flick your bean. You flip you them flick off. Flick your bean. Like you flip them off. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. When you when you the, mm-hmm. every time you uh, on the Hogster you play the jacking your dick clip the last couple episodes I. It reminds me because I work at a liquor store, so I'm I'm like people always come in for Jack Daniels, and I try to sell them the Dickel instead because I'm like, look, Dickel's cheaper and it's better. And so, like, my brain always goes to Jack and your Dickel. <laughs> so, like, instead of Jack Daniels, get the Dickel Twelve. Get that Dickel Twelve here. Dickel Twelve. Get it. Get that Dickel Twelve. Yeah. Clip that out. Get your Dickel Twelve. <laughs> Diggle 12 right here. <laughs> it looks like you're having a good time. Yes. Yes. Of course. So I did I did pull some clips from Yeah, um, <clears throat> you know who Andrew Schultz is? No. I I've seen him. He's got like a I think I picture pretty his good face. YouTube show. Yeah, he's he's got he's got like a pretty cool YouTube show that's like a once a week, they'll do like a like a good version of what John Oliver or Bill Maher try to do. 
Was was he on um, Tim Dillon's show? Like Tim Dillon's only had women so far on his show. Hmm. I know oh, he's, um, Tim Dillon's been on his show. Win Maxson. He's friends with Pardon? Tim Dillon. He's been on Tim Dillon's been on his show. I know that. Oh yeah, no, he's on everything, but. But I, I just, I, I have, I watch his show. I think he was on there. I don't know. Probably, and I'd have to was. see if somebody, somebody in the chat room will have to, have to link me it so I can link me his face. His well, Blueberry had sent it to me yesterday. Like as soon as it came out, he had uh, Andrew Schultz had Alex Jones on his podcast yesterday. Oh, okay. And so I, I pulled some clips from that because it was, um, well, but here, here's just like an example. But I yeah. would go down you, basketball courts in Dallas. Yeah, and I was when I was like twelve, thirteen. I was banging some of that black pussy because <laughs> it's all pink in the middle. Oh no, I did see this clip. Yes, no, it is who I was thinking of. And yeah. yes, he was on Tim Dillon's show. It's all yes. pink in the middle. It's all pink in the middle. Oh yeah, so that he, was funny. He he did the same thing where he gets he went on Logan Paul, and I think Dvorak actually pulled a clip back when he was on Logan Paul's podcast. Um, mm. And they played it on no agenda. And Dvorak points out, uh, pointed out back then, something I'm going to point out here. Alex, when he gets drunk and he's on like other dudes' podcasts, he gets very homoerotic. Yeah. Like he's like mm. making dudes sit in his lap. He's like, uh, really? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm not watching everything. It's, I don't know that he does. I'm not sure. So, <laughs> well, so, so he's getting, so he's, so is he doing the hopping and, Dude's laps, or no, he's like, come sit on my lap, too- or here, I'll get. Come sit on my lap. This might be. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. I'll All go right. through some clips here. Well, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Hey, let's get the weed out. <laughs> Who's got weed? You want a brownie? Whoa. Oh, I can't handle that. <laughs> no, no, I want shrooms, brownies. Let's go. All right, yeah. we're gonna do this for like a bit, like a Mike Tyson interview. Like, I want to uh-huh. see you on shrooms. What what kind of theories start coming out? I'm uh-huh. gonna start drinking. Uh, me too. <laughs> well, how long- I gotta cope somehow. <laughs> Are shrooms hey. legal in Miami? No, no. I have no clue. I don't fuck with shrooms. Yes. Do you think shrooms has negative side effects? I think if it's taken wrong, it could. I, I, I might have eaten a few of those. Okay, and you had a bad <laughs> trip? Oh, no, I liked it. Okay, go. The key is you got to mix shrooms with acid. That's what I did wrong. Yeah, that's the key. Yes, candy flipping. You got to okay. get the full-on pink elephant effect, like where you're like not just seeing some walls breathing, but like. We're talking, everything's like in full psychedelic color. Yeah. Like that gold machine gun would look like a rattlesnake. Really? Yeah. You, you, you want to take, I'm not saying this, kids. This is all made up. Like Hunter S. Thompson, no, this is real. <laughs> the thing to do is take like seven hits of acid. It was clean and good. Yeah. We'd say about two or three grams of mushrooms and then yeah. a bottle of Jack Daniels. Right. And that'll get you there. A whole bottle. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But Sounds I had a like horrible a cool trip time. is what I'm saying. But then you come down with five hits of ecstasy after it. Oh, oh, that's why I was at five um, hits of ecstasy. Yeah, that yeah. seems wild. <laughs> <laughs> like that last part, that seems wild. Wild, W H I L D E. Wild. Oh, yeah. that, that's wild. great. <laughs> that last part's awesome. I've never done them two together. I've, I've done acid and mushrooms separately. See, I what? Yeah, I've I done like that. MDMA I've mixed with either shrooms or with acid really the best the best time i've ever had was at bonnaroo when uh i just saw neutromilk hotel and then tried allegedly tried mdma for the first time molly and mm-hmm. i was already on like five not five it was probably three and a half grams of mushrooms and then 
took that for the first time and we're walking over to Kanye and I'm squeezing my th- those camelbacks your camel bags with like the backpack that oh. has the water with the straw. I'm yeah, squeezing yeah. the straps, literally high stepping my knees up to my nipples every time I take a step like throughout Bonnaroo. And I hugged like <laughs> probably because and you could tell looking around at that time of night at Bonnaroo, especially on a Friday night at Bonnaroo, like every almost everybody around you is just as fucked up as you are. So I was just hugging strangers and running around. And uh, like, yeah, dur- it, during the Kanye show, I just like went off. I was like, I've never felt that good in my entire life was shrooms and MDMA mixed together. I just gave the baggie of the rest of the Molly to some random stranger. I was like, dude, have a good night. And he was, he and his friends were real happy. It was pretty, it was crazy. Bonner is a magical place, man. Was that like a festival? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. How much, yeah, like, was it a day or was it a few days? Uh, it's four days. Four days, okay. Really, Did five you if you it? count the uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we had RV, but yeah. <clears throat> oh, right. It's like on. A oh, yeah. eighty to one hundred thousand people, depending on the year. Mm. And you're just out in this big I've, field. I've never been to a festival. My father's been to a festival. That's where we're at. I I have not been to a festival. <laughs> I'm go, fine with that. I should, yeah, I should totally go. Like my my dad, like all my my friends would would go would do the camping thing. And stuff, and I was just—I'm fine with camping. Maybe at some point, camping was was viable, but like my dad did it proper. Like he he knew people at, who had like RVs, and they would go. He went to a um uh, electric forest. Really? Yeah, I know of that. I know I have some friends yeah. that have been there. I've never been to that one though. Yeah, he he had a good time. Yeah, there were like a yeah. He, they had an RV, and they were all equipped to you know to do it and it's apparently was really really nice um to to go to a festival that way yeah but bonner is bonner is super have you been to a uh a, a festival flatter <laughs> <laughs> not not a multi-day thing i guess the only thing comparable was uh Lollapalooza, but that was back in 03 it was years ago i mean but i've been to an outdoor event yeah I've been to Edge Fest, which is an all-day event, similar to <laughs> Edge Fest. Yeah, yeah is I that saw where a bunch of people there. just okay? Never mind. I was gonna make a, <laughs> I was gonna make a dumb joke. Is that where a bunch of people just sit around in a field and jerk off until they almost come? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there were people that were on hills jerking off and they almost came, but I wasn't aware of it. <laughs> uh. All right, so I got that was cut. on the side stage. <laughs> that was on the side. You know what? I was on the main stage. I guess you're right. That is, is on the side stage. You want you want to? I want to see people come. I don't. Wanna... <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see edging. You don't want to see full, blo- full blown loads. Full blown loads everywhere. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, all right, I got. Uh, ooh, I got. Oh. Yo, it's 2016. And if you're not cool with homosexuals in your schools teaching your kids about butt sex. All right, I got uh, I got a couple more <laughs> I got a couple more Alex Jones clips from the uh, from when he was on Andrew Schultz podcast yesterday. This is him talking about Bohemian when he snuck into Bohemian Grove. So oh, they okay. had me sign an agreement to sneak in for him with a hidden camera and get footage. And I'm like, yeah, right, because this is me like, you know, 21 years ago. I wasn't into the whole Satanism thing or pedophile thing. I, didn't, I thought it was BS. I was more like a mainline libertarian. 
kind of like a mainline Republican pro-gun guy. But they, 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 but I already snuck on some military bases and stuff and got some hidden footage. They said, will you go in? I said, absolutely. Pay my plane ticket, pay me money, do whatever, I'll do it. I sneak in. I, I, I get questioned by the Secret Service in these big redwoods. And I go, okay, that's it. I'm going to hide. There's footage of all this. I'm going to hide just under a deck till it gets dark. Because they claim by this little lake, there's this big stone owl. They're going to do this ritual. So it gets dark. I go down. And all of a sudden, I'm in these giant redwoods, and there's thousands, over a thousand people on these big open tables eating dinner, and they're singing weird German songs. And, you know, it sounds yeah, like yeah. those seven dwarves are singing. Uh-huh. And so, I fact-checked it. It does sound like the seven dwarves. That is true. I actually got video of this. I know. I'm, I'm like, I'm above, these, I'm above these trees, like, yeah. and it's like, okay. And then, and, the, and it's all mainly white people, except I, I didn't see Danny Glover. No. <laughs> no. I swear to God. So that's that's a setup for this, where he goes into uh, what he did with Danny Glover. This is this Wait. was just bizarre. Oh, to me. Did he see Danny Glover there? That's what he said. He did see him. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This okay. is just bizarre. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, that's Clint Eastwood. You know, it's like, oh, that's Clint Eastwood. Like rushing past that. him, like I boom. That. I didn't stop and like fanboy on him because I, I would definitely fanboy on Clint Eastwood. Yeah. So he's so, a piece, dude. Yeah. Objectively speaking, I mean, he was a handsome guy. Well, I'm not gay, but I'd have sex with Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? That's what I wanted. Mel Gibson <laughs> and, and Clint Eastwood. <laughs> you get very angry. I asked him about Clint Eastwood, and you just suggested Mel Gibson. Oh, he said Mel Gibson. <laughs> I'm going to have sex with I'm Mel like, Gibson. I'm like, Clint Eastwood's hot. You're like, I would have sex with Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No one brought up Mel Gibson. He was just thinking about it. Anyway, so I'm in there. <laughs> here's the reason I raised this. Here, here's the reason I raised this. You They're probably telling me it's Danny his... Glover to find Mel Gibson. <laughs> Actually, Danny Glover fucked me that night. <laughs> Danny oh, Glover. Okay. So let's, let's stop. Let's get serious. Yeah, let's get serious. <laughs> Yo, come on, man. Actually, I was raped by Clint Eastwood that night. Hold on. Hold on. That's a joke. You so most Did of anybody... Bohemian Grove. <laughs> he was Did raped. you hear he what I heard? Danny Glover and he was raped That's by Clint Eastwood. What the fuck? Ah, <laughs> what the fuck? When Alex starts drinking with a bunch of dudes, it just turns like super gay really quick. I don't know what to think about it. Well, mm. there there is a guy on YouTube or oh, what is it TikTok that we saw on on your mom's house, and he's like a doctor or something. And he's like talking about how like it's okay for straight dudes to have sex with other other dudes. Oh yeah, it's not gay. And it's if you're totally just hanging out with your homies and you right. want to fuck each yeah. other in the ass, that's not gay. Well, you typically even like, especially like middle school, early high school, like gay jokes, like jokingly being acting gay or making gay jokes around your friends was like a normal thing to do. But when it's like somebody who's like in their forties or fifties, <laughs> it just becomes a different vibe. I feel like, like Alex. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it seems like Alex. Like, uh, I think no, uh, Adam and John on No Agenda a, a year or two ago were hypothesizing, and maybe they have s- more knowledge on this than I do, but they were saying that uh, not only is InfoWars a Pentagon-run operation, but Alex Jones and Roger Stone were butt buddies. Ooh. That's what Adam mm. and John said. One of them, Maybe only one of them said that, but I remember hearing that on I, No Agenda, and I was like, that makes sense. I, I, I've heard... I, I've heard Roger Stone is pretty pretty wild, and yeah. <laughs> and he probably went to swingers clubs. I could totally see that. Um, he just seems like that kind of guy. I I could see Alex Jones doing that. It's, it's possible. Hopped up on male vitality. 
Yeah. Uh, tranny yeah. porn on my phone. Too. That was just yeah. all there for research. That tranny porn tab on Pornhub. That, that was just a yeah, he, research. No, just looking at it. Yeah, no, just looking at he it. He wants. He wants to fuck with an audience. You know, <laughs> that's that's a kind of. <laughs> that's what I think he's he's yeah. all, he's about. I fuck with my audience sometimes as in trolling, but you mean fuck with the audience watching? <laughs> yes. Like as a as the like the audience is watching you fuck. That's that is that is his that is what what uh, I think that's what Alex Jones is about. Right now, you, you become the 69th caller, you can come down here and uh, fuck me in the ass right now. <laughs> I'll give you the address to the studio. I'll tell you this, this is not gonna be boring. Boys and girls, <laughs> this is not going to be a time uh, to be sitting there thinking, man, a lot of stuff's not going on. From here on out, it is just going to get insane. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> serious. What you got to yeah, do? Get serious. Yeah. Come on, man. Actually, seriously. I was right. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's a joke. So most of Bohemian Grove. Yeah, yeah. It's just a party place started by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most of Bohemian Grove yeah. is a party place started by Mel Gibson. How dark is Danny Glover's dick? <laughs> like this. He points at the black microphone in front of his face. How dark seriously? is Danny Glover's nice. dick? And he goes, like this. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Danny, it's so big. <laughs> he's just rolling with that. Like, like I don't know if it's if he's trolling him. I don't know if it's if it's real or. Well, there's no way because he said it was supplies. I would not. I would be. I would barely be surprised if Clint Eastwood actually did rape Alex Jones at Bohemian Grove. That part I wouldn't be surprised of. It saying yeah, like it was started by uh, Mel Gibson. No, it wasn't. We all know that. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, Mel Gibson is Australian. When you've started something wait, in Australia, wait, Mel Gibson I don't know. is Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he had uh, but, uh, what was the what were the movies he did? Um, it doesn't sound Mad Australian. Max. He's got Mad his, Max. Yeah, he still totally had his Australian, Australian accent. accent. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess I he no in idea. all the movies. He ain't yeah. American. That's no, news to no, me. He's not American. Yeah. Well, fuck him then. It's not American. Fuck him. Fuck him. Go back it's to where America, you came you from, Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. What did that come from? Here. I've been meaning to ask you guys since I listened to Hog Story and I never knew where this clip came from. Where did the, this is America, you dumb son of a bitch? Where'd that come from? Oh, Fetz, Fed Smoker. That's it yeah. from. Oh, it's Fed Smoker, too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Fed Smoker. Yeah. Yeah. What what they do on your mom's house, they miss a lot of good stuff, which is understandable. They They got a lot going on. But, um, yeah, they, they miss a lot of clip-worthy stuff from Fed Smoker, like, uh, you don't got no control over me, bitch, and uh, this is America, you dumb son of a bitch, okay? Uh, <laughs> I mean, of course, they find a lot of good stuff. If it wasn't for your mom's house, we wouldn't know about Fed Smoker or or even Fresh Air Mike, the I like fresh air, motherfucker. That guy. <laughs> yeah, I love but that I'm guy. surprised that your mom's house skipped over that bit in that in that yeah. video because the I like fresh air motherfucker was clear. It was a nice, clean, crisp uh, segment of audio that was easily clippable and they just yeah. breezed right over it. And, and when I first heard it, I was like, that's that's the phrase, man, for all this mask bullshit, uh, all mm -hmm. that stuff, is I like fresh air motherfucker. I, I identify with that. Mm -hmm. So I had to take it. I f Wait a minute. So you did... I, th I kind of... 
For some reason, I had the impression that you had the I Like Fresh Air motherfucker clip before COVID even started, but maybe my timeline's way off. It was right, right last year when it was all really going down in Wuhan. Like this, like yeah. the yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it wasn't really until all the mass mandates and people freaking out about it started that I, I, uh, you know, really caught on to like, oh shit, uh, this this is more pertinent than it was before. Yeah, and I think I, I think when when you had clipped it and we played it, I remember saying that like this is the clip for the for the decade, and <laughs> it's it really is like. Yeah, I mean, I'll never like any time I hear that clip from now on. I know, I know what it's from. It's from Hog Story. It's no longer from uh, your mom's house. You guys, well, have- they didn't. Yeah, they didn't find that gem, or they they just glossed they over glossed it one over or two. It, yeah. so, so it is yeah. ours. We wouldn't have found the material if it wasn't for your mom's house. But it's a ten plus minute video. And yeah, there's and, so uh, much, so much in there. And Sir Spencer found even more stuff in there, and uh, sent me those clips. Um, man, I've so thanks to him. It, Spencer's an impressive dude. I've it blew my like that mix he made for a hog story of Trump, like the John oh, Carolyn. Yeah. I like oh, fresh yeah. air, motherfucker. Like when that after the first time I heard that, I was like, God damn, that's good. That was that was really good. Shout out, <laughs> Sir Spencer. That was really I was like that blew my mind. Like I was like, did Trump even say any of these things really? But he, I guess he must have. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how he found all of them, but it, it is highly appreciated that he, <laughs> really that he took the time to do it. And yeah, him and Lorian, they are outstanding people. They they came yeah. and uh, spent the weekend here um, several months ago, and we had a fucking ball. They are they are so cool, so nice, and mm-hmm. uh, exactly how you think they are. You know, yeah. and me and me and Spencer right off the bat, we were throwing. Uh, all of our quotes back at each other, saying the clips, really, because we didn't have. You know. <laughs> and, no, they're and we great had a fire. People. We cooked some food on the on the fire and just got stoned and stood around the fire again, just saying clips back and forth to each other, having our own <laughs> fucked up kind of conversation, looking at the stars and everything. They are fantastic people. Epic. Yeah. No, they're great. Every time they come on here, I, we have a great time. Get them back on for a dreams part two because we did a dreams episode like last sometime last year and we got to do a part two because we've all been had dreams since then. I liked to oh, yeah. when when uh, Spencer and Lorian were on Hog Story, you guys got into dreams a little bit. There was some good stuff. That story, Fletcher, that you told about the uh, the guy in the scream like hood and mask that showed up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a, from when I was I, a kid. Yeah, that reminds me. I've had similar type. Uh, just like store, like or not stories, but dreams like that that just stick with you your whole life, or like recurring dreams. Those are the freakiest yeah. ones. Did I've you hear had the recurring dreams in probably five, maybe ten years? But when I was a kid, man, I would just have the same dream every night, and it was it's crazy. Did you hear me me talking about the the recurring dreams where? When I came back into the recurring dream, it was picking up where I left off. Those were nuts. And it started happening again. And Oh, uh, yeah. The most like recent string of dreams have taken place. It feels like it's underground, but it's got mm-hmm. 
the look of a locker room, like all the tiles that are on the floor and the walls, you know, it's oh. all all those um, a ceramic type of locker room tiles, like a locker room shower. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's the entire place, and they're this, yeah. this really light green color, you mm-hmm. know? Um, not like an olive, but a lighter green than, than that even. But I had one the other night, and I was there um, in that place. And it's always the typical scenario. I don't, I don't know my way around there, and I feel like I'm not supposed to be there. So whenever I encounter people, I, I try not to look directly at them. And if I do have to interact, I, I try and make it seem like I'm supposed to be there, even though in my head I know I'm not supposed to be there. But I, I guess I'm either looking for a way out or I'm looking for something in particular. I don't know. This whole last time I was there in that dream, I was just walking around and trying to remember what was what and like build a map of this place in my head so I, I knew where I was. And that that was the whole dream. It was like all night I was there just wandering out going, oh, okay, this is this type of room here. This is a, a dead-end hallway here and so on and so on. It's very weird. I don't know what it's about. Mm. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, there's like always the there's these like dream dictionaries. I mean, sometimes like I'll have memories of of a dream like I had a dream more recently where I opened up a coconut and I don't even know how to open up a coconut. I've never done that before, <laughs> but I did it in a dream. I keep forgetting um, how to use the. I forget, keep forgetting how to uh, use the mute button, Fletcher. I wasn't ignoring you, by the way. Oh no, it's all good. I was like talking, and then it was. But yeah, okay. So, how do you open a coconut in a dream? Did you just crack it on something, or did you, what did you do? I must have cracked it on something, or I used, or I used like a hammer. Um, but I, I don't remember the actual, like, I just remember the, the coconut being opened and, and I don't really have very many, many dreams. Like usually like if I have a, have a lot of dreams, it's like, because I'm experiencing a life changing event or I'm about to embark on a life changing event so far. Other, I mean, otherwise I don't. I mean, we always dream, but like a memorable dream is uh, few and far between for myself. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And and you guys were talking about flying too in dreams, which is something that like Spencer says you you just like his swimming lesson or his swimming expertise helps him. But for me, it was closer to what you said, Fletcher. It was like I jump. Every time I jump up in the air, I get higher and higher. And then, and, but like, I always like end up falling back down. But you, you said you get stuck. Like, you get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm up there, like, and I'm, I'm left with the momentum of my jump. So it is like I'm flying, but then I can't, I can't come back down or anything. And uh, it starts to kind of freak me out. And then I wake up. Now, you, have you tried doing practices to lucid dream to where you know you're dreaming? Yeah, I have like things like looking at your hands or whatever to like you know mm-hmm. 
signal to your your conscious brain that you're you're in a dream. The but, light uh, switch slash doorway method is the one that's worked the best for me. Oh, what is that? So in in the movie Waking Life, they use the light switch me- method. But before I'd seen that, I was using the doorway method. But the light switch method is the same idea. It's basically you. Anytime you see a light switch in your dream, or or not light, sorry, bad way to frame it. Anytime the lights are on in a room in your dream, try to turn them off. And if you can't turn them off, then you know you're dreaming. But the doorway method is the one I had always used, and that seemed to give me the best luck because I tried like multiple. Like, there's another method where you hold your hand up in the air while you're falling asleep, like straight up, and eventually it, it just keeps you awake to where like. It keeps you conscious to where you're slip when you're slipping into a dream, you'll stay awake um, or stay conscious because every time you start to fall asleep, you feel your arm fall so you can lift it back up. And eventually you kind of like if you've ever fallen asleep on mushrooms, you like are conscious of the the shift between being awake and going into the dream and you're very aware of it. That's um, probably the best lucid dreams I've had. But like when. Uh, the doorway method is where when you're awake, not when you're dreaming, every time you walk through a doorway, just get in the habit of immediately turning around to make sure the door is still there. Like when you're awake, huh. every time you yeah. walk through a door, turn around yeah. and be like, okay, the door's still there. I'm awake. And then eventually that'll become a habit in your dream. And you'll turn around and be like, oh shit, the door's not there anymore. I'm fucking dreaming. And, oh. and st- what what'll happen at first, at least for me, is you'll wake up immediately. Like you like at first, every time you realize you're dreaming, you're just gonna wake up and be like, Oh, that was a dream. But eventually, after you do that enough times, you'll be able to just control your dream and not wake up. You'll be like, Ah, oh, yes, this is a dream, and you just go into God mode and you know, do whatever you want to do. Like make mountains appear or or just fly around or, you know, have conversations with a famous person or a dead person or like talk to dead relatives or have any kind of like crazy orgy you want to have, get your dick sucked. You can do whatever you want. It's pretty wild. I wonder if that would work in those reoccurring dreams where it really feels like I'm in another place. And um, Mm -hmm. the one where I was in that church like building, I was going in and out of doors. Then again, I never looked to see if they were still there when I, that's the one you thought yeah, you were underground. The next part of the dream. No, there was one where me and this other guy were sneaking into a building, and it all I can think of is that it was like a church. It was it was a big round building with a hallway on the outside. And when we got in, he went one way and I went the other. <clears throat> and each time I popped into this dream, it was like coming into a TV show. <laughs> kind of in the middle of it where all you can do is watch to gather the the point, like the plot. Oh, weird. And so I would be, I was looking for something. And as the, as the dream goes on, I walk through this hallway and I, I go through some doors and go up this long staircase and, and I end up in, uh, in the rafters where all the lighting and everything is for this auditorium. And I'm up in there and the guy's, uh, telling the audience that they're in, intruders and they look just like us. So be on the lookout for anybody you don't know. And I, as I was trying to slowly, quietly back away uh, and go back down those stairs, uh, 
I hit something and it made a big loud noise. And the that guy turned around and goes, people like him, and points right at me up in there. Oh, so I get the fuck out of there oh, and I walk, I walk back through those hallways. I grab a, a hat off of a, a coat rack and I, I walk through and then outside the, and I make it out of the building with nobody spotting me. And um, then meet up with the guy who's, who's a redhead. And uh, I know his face, but I don't know him in real life. Um, oh. But anyway, we, we, we went to a room and uh, uh, a lady took us in and like showed us what we were looking for, which was a chest. It was in this, it was like a, a temporary building is, is what I would describe it as. And there was a wall of mirrors and the door to that extra room was behind those mirrors. And um, we went in there and then somebody knocked on the outside door. So she went out to answer it and left us in that room where the chest was. And uh, we were getting it ready to take out. And then we heard like, like laser fire is what, what it sounded like and came out and there was like a pile of ashes and, uh, and that lady was nowhere to be seen. And so we leave that and their bus is leaving. So we take that chest and put it on the back of the bus. And as we put it up on like the bike rack on the back of a bus is what it was. And uh, a guy in the back seat, like looked at the chest, made eye contact with us and just did like a single nod. And, uh, and we we're like, okay, we did it. It's good, done. And that was the end of that sequence of dreams. And that whole scenario played out over multiple dreams. And it wasn't every night either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whenever I, whenever I came so, back into that dream, it left up, left. It came like started right where I left off. Wow. Yeah. See, I've kind of had a different way it's worked. Where if I'm like once I started getting it, I'm not as good as that as it used to be because I was actually trying like intent setting the intent to try to lucid dream. But back when I was lucid dreaming a lot more, like I could wake up and then yeah, continue a dream where it left off either like going back to sleep a couple of minutes later or like the next day because I was remembering my dreams a lot better too when I was conscious that it was a dream because usually I don't remember my dreams very well. Uh, like I remember oh, yeah. when I wake up, but they kind of vanish over time. Unless it's a well, not every dream is so vivid as that. A lot of them are yeah. just dream type dreams where they mm-hmm. they dissipate after yeah. I wake up and I don't remember anything. But I was, these other uh, dreams, the recurring ones, they really feel like I I am somewhere. Like my consciousness got transported elsewhere. Yeah, I don't no, know if it, that yeah, actually it, happens, but it, it feels it seems that like way. there's a the the. the you can access planes of reality that are real in the dream world under certain circumstances. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the so. same thing with and psychedelics. I, yeah, but I don't know what uh, what the catalyst is because it's not like my habits change when I experience those dreams or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, but who knows? But I will try it with the with the dreams that seem like just dreams. Uh, yeah. And Spencer says you're supposed to keep a dream journal. So that's what Spencer and Lauren told me. But I've never, I mean, I, I thought about doing it. Or maybe I tried it for a little bit, but I, I gave up on that pretty quick. I, I was actually oh, yeah. saving. I pulled this clip for the uh, dream part two episode with Spencer and Lauren. But I'll just blow my load here now since we're talking about dreams. This is the, from a week ago or so, this is the Alex Jones dream rant. And I actually thought this was pretty fascinating. Yesterday, I was uh, 
let's just say, with a lawyer who a year ago thought that I was wrong about the lockdowns were going to go forever and the mask would never come off and that they would be a year from now doing Zoom hearings at court and that it would break down society and bankrupt everyone. Well, yesterday he said, you know, you're right. I was wrong. And that guy's a Democrat, a big Democrat. But he's a, he's a good lawyer. So people are going to figure this out, okay? You can stick your head in the sand all day long, however much you want, and deny this evil's happening. Because a lot of smart people can't deal with this so they compartmentalize it. And I'll compartmentalize really bad stuff in my life. if I Did I just hear did I just see the train going by? Oh, yeah, and I started to mute my microphone. All my windows are open. The, it's really nice outside. So What's it called again? Kansas City Southern. The Kansas City Southern. Hell yeah. Sons of bitches. So they compartmentalize it. And I'll compartmentalize really bad stuff in my life if I can't change it. But if it's fighting evil, if it's exposing the system, I don't compartmentalize it. I take it on. Yeah. And it's, you know, I look older than I am. And I'm under a lot of stress because I eat, drink, sleep, and dream this. This is all I do. <laughs> now I just work in my dreams all night on fighting the globalists and ponder their operations. And I wake up with an understanding of the enemy. I mean, uh, that was only a few years ago where I began to have most of my dreams being work related. And now I'm actually, I guess like the movie Waking Life I'm in, my dad said he can control his dreams since college. Uh, he, he read some books on it. I, I was unable to. Now my dreams are work sessions. Is this making sense at all so far? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's I've, funny. He, he mentioned waking life. He was in that movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's a great fucking movie. Um, and uh, I can also now just the, tell myself, the, the, I think I want to have a euphoric dream. What it is, is, is true wirehead, but it's your own body doing it. Like a yogi can give themselves unbelievable pleasure. And so people that are dead, people I miss people that have been taken from me that I'm not allowed to see by the system. Um, I, I will just meet them in my dream and just I have incredible ecstasy and I just wake up refreshed. Now I've got to remember to do that consciously. I have to set my mind to do it. And then I go into the dream and I, I work on things. And then I also now allow myself to have uh, enjoyment sessions. And I don't do that like Elon Musk says, oh, the ultimate futures, you know, being able to have AI give you an endless orgasm. Yes, a lot of folks will hook into that and never unplug. Um, that is not what I'm looking for. I'm talking about Joining with God, uh, seeing dead relatives, uh, uh, seeing people you're unable to see, uh, true therapy of the soul. And so at 47, I've really gotten good at this. And it's something I haven't talked about on air. I should really write a book about it or do whole shows on it because it's very, very helpful uh, the way it works. But it begins by understanding that you are dreaming and understanding how your mind works, the different levels of your brain, getting your subconscious and your conscious to dial in. Sorry, I'm digressing. I don't know how I went down that rabbit trail, but it's important, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that. it? Isn't it? It's kind of important. Ugh. Ugh. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me wrap up with this last clip from the uh, from the yesterday's Andrew Schultz podcast. Uh, for some reason, Alex Jones does this thing where he he doesn't like to admit that he's drinking real booze. Yeah. Like when he, every time he's on Alex Jones or whatever it was, he like when he was on Logan Paul's podcast, he said it was water that they were drinking, even though it was clearly vodka. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so he's doing the same thing here. He's like, this is fake. It's fake booze. And that's that's the setup for this last clip. 
Okay. This is fucking fake. It's not yeah. real. Nothing uh-huh. is real. It's like Sandy Hook. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. How did you fuck that up so you bad, just bro? <laughs> How did you fuck that up, yeah, man? Yeah, you were on a roll. You had the pedophiles. You were breathing down their necks. Let me explain. Yeah. Let me explain. That happened eight years ago. I'm not going to even say the name because they'll sue me for it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, you be quiet. Anyways, beautiful over there. Anyways, <laughs> let's get serious here. Oh now, wow! My, one of my one of my security guys goes, "Why do you keep making gay shows?" I go, "People laugh at them." <laughs> 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 Truth is, there's nothing against gay guys, but I ain't looking for no ass. Looking fuzzy. Anyway, let's get serious. Yeah, yeah let's. But he's serious, pretty man. though. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you dress up a little dress for me. Like a little elf. Oh my God. I'm not your bohemian boy. All right? I dress him up like an owl. <laughs> I'm gonna take your bohemian girl around. Run a train on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. All right. How that fun here? What was your- I'm not right now. <laughs> I don't know if you uh, if you if you saw this or heard this, but I made a face. <laughs> I made a face. Why don't you wear a little dress for me? Sit in my lap. Run a train on your ass. Wow. Like Jesus. Wow. I just wow. I don't know what to think about it. I just, I, I, just, I think he has repressed tendencies that uh, he's not able to express. The truth and is all trying I to can come tell out. you is maybe perhaps that this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Uh, it would but, be cool though if he can actually uh, control his dreams and, and does an episode on it to uh, that's further elaborate. Neat. Yeah, he needs to. He, I, I miss the old days of Alex like going break da- doing deep dive breakdown documentaries and stuff with. Details and and very specific, uh, just just real specific deep dives on issues and conspiracies. Now he just kind of rants, which is way more entertaining, but it's not as easy to determine the reality of it. Yeah, or digest yeah. Which, it. Yeah, which almost makes you think he might actually be, uh, you know, just a a guy from the Pentagon or hired by the Pentagon to. Uh, distract people it's definitely a possibility but man they did a good job with him he's entertaining that's for sure i don't trust anybody anymore mm-hmm. i mean i think elon musk is funny but he's up to no good possibly yeah he had a scheming scheming laugh that that laugh was very scheming <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ugh. gross yeah elon kind of creeps me out but i he's it's almost, I, and I think somebody else might have pointed this out the other day. I don't remember who it was. Could have been you guys for all I know. But like the like Elon Musk, it's almost like he's the uh, he's the guy to get you to like like or you could say the same thing about Trump and Hillary. Like everybody distrusts Hillary, so let's have Trump in there because and he'll just act like he's against the system. And Elon Musk could be the same yeah. idea. It's like every, nobody yeah. trusts Bill Gates, so let's have Elon Musk be the good billionaire. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's yeah. doing all these great yeah. things. He's he loves yeah. cars, so he's making the best cars. He's making electric cars. He loves he loves the earth and the 
climate he likes change. space and he wants to go to mars and, and but he also the... wants to have fun with flamethrowers so he's gonna give you a flamethrower <laughs> he posts funny memes and he talks the shit memes. about bill gates he, he likes openly talks shit about bill gates yeah <laughs> it's interesting I, li- I like i like that theory i like that theory <laughs> i don't think too many people could get um at that level without playing some part of the game mm. yeah. You know, they yeah gotta they gotta signify to the to the powers that be that like yep i'm gonna play ball here mm-hmm. and how much of their original self can they actually retain while they're while they're doing that stuff yeah well i mean look what happened to zuckerberg that guy doesn't even look like a human anymore let alone like what mark zuckerberg used to look like like what the hell is that oh yeah no yeah, now he's he's he really is Lieutenant Commander Data. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> exactly. I don't know, man. Like, not only did David Ike half convince me that COVID nineteen flat out doesn't exist when I talk to him, but like, I'm the more the every every month that goes by, the more I'm looking around at the world, the more I'm thinking, man, he might be right about the Archons, like the lizard people, or like what Alex Jones always talk about the interdimensional beings interfacing with humans and taking them over it's like i won't name names or anything but there's a a, there's a gentleman that came into our shop the other day for the typical musical repair related reasons but he he hung out in there for a while talking about um his experience in the military i won't say what branch and that he was telling us that definitely one hundred percent aliens are real and they have giant cities underground and that the stuff we see about aliens in in commercial television or anything anything Mm -hmm. that comes out on the surface about aliens and what they look like and what they do is completely false Mm -hmm. that they don't Mm -hmm. look like that these ships we see flying around that the the pentagon releases videos from fighter jets of those are not aliens. That's government tech. Yeah. That the aliens have been uh, here longer than us and that they control everything. And there's no way they're going to do something as reckless as, as be seen and videoed by a fighter jet. That these videos uh-huh. are propaganda put out by the yeah. government. But that the. But does the that mean the government's working with the aliens or working for the aliens? Working for the aliens. And they're not even really aliens if they're terrestrial. Well. Yeah, but he was saying they were aliens. That made me think that, yeah. oh, it's it's lizard people. I like the idea that dinosaurs being here for millions upon millions of years to evolve, that some of them survived whatever cataclysm killed, killed most, most of them, and they were sentient. And uh, that's the origin of the lizard people, is that, yeah, they're lizard people. They look like people. They just happen to be evolved from... Uh, reptiles versus uh, apes or mammals. <laughs> crab and, uh, the, people. And maybe that crab. guy is, is crab people. Taste like or, crab, uh, walk like people. Oh, what was that other <laughs> one? Uh, the sleaze stack from uh, from uh, Land of the Lost. Oh yeah. Now I like your okay. I like the idea of the underground aliens, and it also would explain why we see most of the credible looking UFO videos 
show the UFOs coming up out of the water and going back down into the water if they're underground. Yeah, that's what he was saying, that there are multiple entrances to all these various cities and that right. uh, they get mm-hmm. in through the poles and they get in through the mm-hmm. oceans. Wow. And that the, the stuff about the, the holes in the poles uh, on the earth uh, is real. That's why you can't see it on Google Earth, that it's a, it's a weird, like a mirrored image of a, another place when you, when you look at the North Pole on, on Google Earth. Oh. They're covering up these holes that mm-hmm. go into the inner Earth. I don't know, because yeah. I haven't seen it, but this guy certainly yeah. was interesting. And I let that him say everything he wanted to say. It's too yeah, bad I, I wasn't I wonder able to record how physical, it or I don't know. I wonder how physical they are. That's really interesting, though. Like, and I've, I mean, yeah, I know people that have long history of military families that uh, claim that have straight up told me, and I've heard it from multiple people who don't know each other that have military families around here. That since the '80s, they've had brain chips in special operations U.S. troops and stuff like that. So, so I, it's hard to tell, like, how much military, like, the people in the military could be being fed disinfo, right? So, you, ha- it's, you have to always mm-hmm. grain of salt. But I trust these people, and they seem to believe stuff like that. So, Well, I mean, without a doubt, the military has technology that we don't know about. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 And it'd be interesting to hear like stories of like of, of militaries around the world and uh, cuz I'm I'm sure they they would they would describe a, a they would have a similar description and and it's so funny that it would be underground rather than it being out there up and in, out into space where well, they, could they be don't want space is they don't want to be seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have so many ways of viewing space. There's uh, um, you know, amateur astronomers that have telescopes mm. in their backyard that are kind of big. Mm. And so, yeah, they, they don't want to be in the sky where people could potentially see them. They want to be underground where it's, it's hard for us to go and look around. <laughs> and I've also had experiences where shared, like, you know, five of us are on mushrooms and we all see lights flying around like ufos in the sky out on the lake at night where the stars in the water is so still you can see all the stars in the sky and the reflections of those lights in the sky flying around are also reflected in the water crystal clear so part oh, of me yeah. thinks like a lot yeah. of the ufo phenomenon is something that's like multi-dimensional more than it is uh physical or just mm-hmm. we were all tripping and happened to see the exact same thing i don't know but that kind of stuff well, has happened. And it, that, that makes me think also with like the lizard people angle, because of because I've had come in contact with beans, whether it's through alleged like DMT or mushroom use or whatever, and like had sustained relationships with certain beans over the course of years. Like just, you know, when you take seven grams of mushrooms or whatever. And shit that seems more real than this reality seems. And so when you, when I factor that in, like just hypoth- just, just totally anecdotally, cause it's only my personal experience, but I could see like the aliens definitely being interdimensional rather than physical beings for sure. 
just because of that yeah. experience on my end. But. Well, if you if you think that one group of aliens could exist, then other groups of aliens could. Maybe it is multiple types of aliens. Maybe there oh, are sure, yeah. physical beings mm-hmm. like us, but then extra dimensional beings out there as well. And it doesn't mean they're on the same side or anything at all. Um, they're just diff- different types of aliens that know we're here. And it seems like they all like to fuck with us and not just come right out and say, hey, we're here. Change the way you're doing things. Change the way you view reality. Now they just want to lurk in the shadows and make us guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I. but I mean... Who's just because I've I've seen strange lights in the sky. I've seen strange beings that with groups of friends. And um, one time it, we this was before I ever did any drugs aside from nicotine or caffeine. And uh, it all came from meditation. But we were all in a group meditating, and then this this black being came out of a a, a tear in the sky. And uh, that was that was a fucked up experience, and that that thing stuck with me. That sounds like Stranger Things, like that big, that big like octopus thing in Stranger Things, like that big dark oh spider thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it looks like? Kind of. I mean, it wasn't like that. So it was a dark night, and uh, this thing was blacker than black. Like it was, it was darker than (laughs) like Danny Glover's dick. Yeah, I mean, it was it was made out of nothing. Like, mm-hmm. it, this this what it was. It was like a... And so it came out of a, a tear in the sky because we were in the same mindset of that they were extra-dimensional beings and, and you could communicate with them through meditation. And so that's what we were all focusing on. And that's what we got. But we didn't know what mm-hmm. we were doing. So this oh. was a, a very negative type of of entity. Yeah. And uh, we were out in the front yard of, of a buddy's house, and we all saw it, and we all recognized that it saw us. Whoa, because shit. It, it, like, it landed on a microwave relay tower, and uh, which was a few hundred yards in front of my buddy's house, and, and then started coming I, down the tower and <laughs> coming toward us. We all ran into his house. And his house was set up, I guess you would call it a ranch house, where it was all one level and it was a long house. We mm-hmm. ran in through the door at the carport, so it's on one end of the house. And there was a room in there, like a, a, a narrow room, kind of tacked onto the side of this house. And it went into the kitchen. And the door between the, that room and the kitchen was one of those, um, I don't know. It was a, How big it was, was this a thing? Sl- Person-sized. Hmm. Like our tar- our Shit. tallest buddy was six five, and this mm-hmm. thing was like that. Person is, is like shadow people, person shaped. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, straight I'll, up. Okay. Yeah. The shadow people they sh- they pop up independently of each other. I have several friends that have worked graveyard shift, third shifts, like factory jobs and stuff. And if they take speed, like Adderall or Vivance or whatever, to stay up for multiple days, like since they're working throughout the night. All of them start seeing shadow people after being awake for a couple of days and hearing them whispering at them and seeing them and like the walking around with them and stuff. That's this, what that sounds like. I've had experience with that sort of thing being up on uppers like Adderall 
And this is not like that. Those things you see in the corner of your eyes and stuff, at least in my experience, this was was straight up there. Like there was no denying it. It didn't skitter off. Like uh, you could feel you... its energy. Like, Man, I'm getting goosebumps yeah. talking about it. Goosebumps talking about it. So I, the yeah. door between the, the door between the kitchen and that room yeah. never worked. It was off its tracks. It was one of those that like uh, the door folded in the middle to mm-hmm. to o- to open and close, and it never worked. It was off the tracks. But when we were running through that room to get into the kitchen, uh, that door slammed shut. And it took all of us to pry it open to get it so we could go through. And uh, there was the hallway between uh, his room was on one end, his sister's room was on the other end. So like a long hallway, then it teed off to go to the bathroom. And then Mm -hmm. the door going into that hallway. Well, when we got in there, we shut the door behind us, but the doors to the two bedrooms in the bathroom are open. Those slam shut and the attic fan that didn't work started spinning and sucking air up out of that, that hallway. And, uh, and it was, it was loud. The attic fan was fucking loud. And, uh, one of our buddies that was, he was, he was more experienced in the meditation and, and, that type of earth energy than we were. He just uh, out of nowhere goes, God damn it. Stop it already. And everything like eased up. The suction stopped that fan, like just stopped spinning and, Mm. uh, the air just relaxed. And we, we walk out, we look in the house, there's nothing there, but that fucking thing followed me for years. And, uh, I don't talk about it a lot because it used to scare the shit out of me legitimately. Yeah. Because I would see it. I would, what do you mean would it followed Get that you? feeling. Well, like Carolyn said, like you could feel its energy. I would feel yeah. the energy, bef- that negative energy, that draining type of energy before I ever saw it. One time it happened to me when I was driving down a road. I got that feeling. It's like, oh, I've felt that before. And then I look in my rearview mirror because I'm driving. I'm always checking my mirrors. And it was back on the road behind me. And, uh, and like, I just kept seeing it back there. It was always the same distance behind me. It never got close. It never got in the car. It was just always behind me. And I could feel that energy. And I'd have to really concentrate to, to make it go away. Now, what did it and, look like uh, exactly? Or could you, it, just a it's shadow? just a humanoid, yeah, like a humanoid shadow, a shape, but it's darker than the shadows. Like, it's so black, it stood out in the shadows uh-huh. as something darker. Even yeah. in, in the dead of night, like on that highway, it was it was pitch black, and I'd live in the woods, and this road was in the woods, trees on either side, and it was dark, and I could still see it back there in the dark. And each time I saw it, it would get closer and closer. Um when I was Twilight going through, episode. I was going through like, well, not like, like when the lightning flashes, it's suddenly closer. No, but like no, but that you know, time it's, it stayed it's just a, like the a distance of, away. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next time, however long later I saw it, I was having problems um, with my ex-wife. And uh, um, again, I was driving, but it, it was like right behind my car. And uh, then one time. 
several months later, I was out in the woods walking around like I do, taking pictures and smoking and just enjoying the fresh air, motherfucker. <laughs> and I got that feeling. I was like, don't mm-hmm. tell me that thing is coming around again. And uh, I kept walking, trying to ignore it, trying to think of good positive things, draw up the good energy from the earth and send it through my body, in from the earth, out through my body. This is what I was just going over. And I kept feeling it, and it kept getting closer and closer. I could feel it getting closer, but I couldn't see it. And then finally I, I turn around, and there it is, like right next to this fucking old oak tree. And uh, I was like, look, man, I'm tired of this shit. Either you're going to come and, like, attack me, send me to hell, drag me, you know, whatever you're going to do, or just fuck off. <laughs> I said it just like that, and poof, <laughs> it was gone. Whoa. And I haven't Whoa. seen it since. Hell yeah. I haven't Whoa. had any of that shit Oh, good. Since. Happy ending, man. I was starting, I was yeah. starting to freak out. <laughs> it's like, okay. But, uh, okay, so... How did it? You you guys you said you guys were meditating when it first showed up. Were you, did you do any kind of weird ritual or did anybody do kind of like? Was uh, the vibe? it was like, yeah, like focusing the energy to a crystal. We oh, were okay. we were in that using crystals to uh, amplify thoughts and energy. And the, the and, people uh, that were around, did any of them say that it was following them too later on? Honestly, I haven't talked to them. No. Okay. That's what I was curious about. I was wondering if they had similar things happen. But what's creeped me out, and the reason I've kind of, over the last couple years, stopped doing like heroic doses of of psychedelics or any kind of intent to contact things, is because there's entities you can come across that are clearly dark like that and bad. But the scarier thought is that there are entities that like, you know, the classic Bible thing, Lucifer presents himself as a being of light. You know, it's the most beautiful of all the angels. There's that there can be entities you come across that are present themselves as good and holy, like angel type vibes. And they could be even more evil than the ones that are on the face, obviously evil. And I kind of came to this realization, like when, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I had these, I like when I was, contacting entities and stuff like through just uh psychedelic like ex- big doses of psychedelics over several years <clears throat> and it's like all like really enlightening stuff at first but then this like these it's hard to really explain it's like the alex gray painting usually you're out of body you know when that in most of these cases but this it, it this this message kept getting pushed that t- to me that like Morality is subjective, kind of like a do what thou will type. Like, at, like after a while, it became like the message being. I, I started to question it because it's like, no, there is good and evil, and like, why are, why am I being told that like morality is subjective? And it was like this whole weird. It's I'm years away from it now, and I've kind of not really dealt with it since then, so it's not as fresh in my brain the experiences as they were. But yeah, I don't know. I just. I came to this conclusion that like you can't really trust any of those motherfuckers. <laughs> well, Whether it they kind of shows we're we're not equipped for that. The yeah. the training for people has been lost right uh, over over the the centuries and 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 it's viewed as taboo to even think about uh wanting those type of experiences or understanding. 
Right. And so when we when we do have them, when we experience have experiences with drugs and other things, we don't we don't know how to handle it. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know how to project the right version of ourselves into this. And and, and not uh, every single trip is going to be exactly the same. Actually, none of them are the same. They're always different. Every single one of them. Same drug, different trips. Yeah, they're and always you, different, but they always like they always have this underlying similarity that you kind of come to at some point in it. At least there, in my experience, there, there are yeah, there are certainly themes I I found, um, but but there's but it's always the theme is uh, usually I mean there are themes, but then uh, you know then then it's the mirror that it's reflective. Like if you go, you have to go in there with like a positive. If you want to have a good trip, you want to be have have already have like a positive rea- uh, um relaxed uh, feelings before going into it. You don't want to be all angry or upset or it, then that then that reflection is going to be of that, and that's what you're going to be right. going to be experiencing. Well, do you um, think that's why ancient peoples had drum circles and uh, and and things like that? the the communal part of it of the ritual to boost your spirits to lift your spirits and to get yeah. into that right positive mindset before you venture on for sure that's kind of what uh, church is yeah i think so yeah that's will, the, will ideally ex- what church is i'm sorry is. i'm i i will you excuse me i have to return a deposit i just hold on i'm sorry <laughs> you have to edit things i'm sorry <laughs> 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 I can't play my clip of from whatever anime going. Wait, how does she pee? <laughs> it's going down, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa! I'm gonna go that, to break. That was a weird back. anime where, like, women—or not just women—but there was a whole part of human species that were that were like humans and animals. Not that they were crossed by genetic means or anything that was just what they were they just existed that way and so human this, animal this hybrids episode, like chimeras yeah yeah but not 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 created in a lab or anything they were just that's how they evolved and uh this this one guy was for whatever like part of the government outreach was like trying to inter- intermingle humans and these monsters it's not what they really were called but i i don't know I'm not a big anime person. I just watched it for the clips. And this one guy was sharing his apartment with a, a woman that her lower half was a snake, a big constrictor type snake. But of course, typical anime fashion, her human top half was extremely hot and uh, oh hell yeah, busty. That's and, the world. Uh, that's the world they're trying to take away from us, man. You see what they do? To, <laughs> you see what they did to the rabbit from Space Jam? Oh yeah, no, they they toned it like, down. A bit. Yeah. God. Ridiculous. If, if I had but a that... fucking animal that oh, okay, <laughs> that... if I had a fucking chick that was dressed up as an animal. You didn't even ask me if I had to fuck him, but obviously I'm gonna fuck him. If obviously. I had, so what I'm taking it as if I had a fucking chick that was dressed up as an animal, it would definitely hundred percent, without a doubt, no questions asked, be a fox. Oh, thanks. I'm back. A fox. Like oh, a fox. Uh, like uh, a Maid Marion from Robin lab. Hood. 
Oh, the the one where the fox is Robin Hood? Is that what? The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Reese in the chat room's right. It was Monster Monsume. That was the uh, the anime I was watching in her. So they were getting in all all sorts of shenanigans. They weren't supposed to have sex, but she clearly wanted to, so she kept fucking with the guy, like pressing her boobs into his face and her human half being scantily clad. And Sounds whatnot. like right up cold acid's alley. Oh, it was. I feel like her and Abel, him and Abel Kirby have watched that uh, before. <laughs> but I just get them for the good out of context clips. Yeah. No, anime has some anime dubs. They, some of the funniest shit I've heard on Rare Encounter has been their <laughs> clips from anime dubs. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but hey, uh, Nick the Rat starts in one minute, so I guess we better wrap this bitch up. This has been great. Wrap this yeah. I love talking up. to you guys. You're good people. Yeah, was, love talking to you. It was, thank you so much for hanging out with us and inviting yeah, us on the oh, show. Oh, and, and sorry for uh, the message exchange on, on No Agenda Social uh, where I was confused about what we were going to be talking about. I was like, an ass? <laughs> and I felt like a total ass. And I was like, I didn't mean to come off as a dick to that guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're, uh, no, you're good. No, it's, uh, I just uh, I had to look back and I was like, clearly it said, you know. It was just going to be us. I was like, we're going to be talking about eating ass. I need to do some research now. I'll eat your ass. Uh, I will. <laughs> I got to call well, Alex Jones and be like, look, buddy. <laughs> I will you got to give me a ass. Yeah, well, no, we, uh, I, think, I think of us as the cigarette of the after eating ass. That's, that's, <laughs> that's kind of how it worked. Or maybe the mouthwash. You guys are the mouthwash. The mouthwash, <laughs> it's the yeah. menthol cigarette. Yeah, that's the best of both worlds. Cheers. I'll drink to that. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. <laughs> well, we got to have you uh, back on Hog Story again. Yes. Yes, we shall. We shall. Anytime, as long as I can just let me know ahead of time, I can get off work. But yeah. Uh, okay. Always. Always. Uh, awesome. Whew, always. I've learned my lesson. I'm never, ever, ever going to smoke weed again. Always a good time. And uh, yeah, everybody needs to go to hogstory.net live. 8 p.m. Eastern, Mondays and Thursdays. Did I get that right? That's right. You Leave got us a it, voicemail, yeah. 430-201-4841. 430-201-HUG1. I don't have the voicemail jingle on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy about this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, hogstory.net. John, Carolyn, thanks a lot. Uh, and thanks again, Fletcher, for the uh, for the for the screams. It's it's really added a little something to the very first ten seconds of the show every episode. So I appreciate. Oh, that. my pleasure. I'm glad you're using them. I'm glad. Yeah, that's awesome. Makes me feel awesome. good. <laughs> well, that was episode. Thanks, oh, oh, go well, ahead. Thanks, thanks again for inviting us to episode seventy of Abs and a Six Pack. We'll do it again soon. That was episode seventy. Hogstory.net.com. So, uh, Hogstory. <laughs> Hogstory.net. It's dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Abs in a six pack. A B S N A six, the number P A C K dot com.